The word of God from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 17. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. These are your words, Holy Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Here at Bethany, we love to sing the hymn, On my heart imprint thine image, blessed Jesus, King of Grace. This morning we're reading from Jeremiah 17. That may seem very far apart from that hymn. But the first verse of this chapter begins with a stunning contrast. Remember the hymn says, Jesus, print your image on my heart. And at the beginning of this chapter, Jeremiah quotes the Lord saying, the sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron. With the point of a diamond, it is engraved on the tablet of their heart. What a contrast, image of Jesus, image of sin. Jeremiah lived at a disastrous time in the history of Israel. The generation just before him saw the northern tribes carried away into captivity and scattered throughout the Assyrian Empire, becoming the ten lost tribes of Israel. They intermarried with many other nations and basically disappeared from history. 200 years earlier, after the death of Solomon, these northern tribes had rebelled against God and had formed their own nation. Instead of worshiping God in Jerusalem, going down to Jerusalem to worship him at his holy temple, as he commanded, they set up new methods and new places for worship of their own choosing with golden calves and new festivals. They ignored the Passover, the sacrifices that God had ordained, and they made up their own festivals. Eventually, they simply outright worshipped pagan gods in pagan ways. And that's why God sent the Assyrians to scatter them and destroy them. This destruction was not long before Jeremiah's time. He lived in the southern kingdom, the two remaining tribes of Judah and Benjamin. But now even many of them are turning away from God. And so Jeremiah was sent by God to warn them. In the verse just before our text, God says, And you, even yourself, shall let go your heritage which I gave you, and I will cause you to serve your enemies in the land which you do not know. For you have kindled a fire in my anger which shall burn forever. This rebellious sin of Judah is engraved on their heart. They trusted in themselves, in mankind, in man's ways, rather than in God and in his word and promise. So God will send them also into exile in Babylon. The land of Judah, the temple, the city of Jerusalem will be destroyed. The first verse of our text says, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man, who makes flesh his strength, who departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert, shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness into a salt land which is not inhabited. 
in punishment for their false ways, God sent Judah into exile, but not forever. Not forever because God loves you and wants you to be saved. After 70 years of Babylonian captivity, a new empire arose called the Persian Empire and allowed the Jews to return and to rebuild Jerusalem, rebuild the temple, and reestablish the true worship of God. Why? Why does this matter? It matters because God made promises, and God always keeps his promises. He promised this land to Abraham until the Savior would come. He promised that the Savior, your Savior, the Savior of the world, would be born not in Babylon, but in Bethlehem. He promised that King David's line would continue until the great king would come, Jesus, the King of heaven. This promised Savior is offered to all, and the Holy Spirit calls us to trust in this promise of God and not in man or in our own strength. The text in Jeremiah continues, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river. And yet there's still a warning because we can return again to our false ways. For it goes on right away and says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. Those who depart from me shall be written in the earth because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. Again, we have that expression about writing and engraving. Those who forsake God will be written in the earth, written in the dust. Early we had read that the sin of Judah was written on the tablet of their heart. It's like getting a tattoo that now you wish you could possibly get rid of. God says our heart can deceive us. Our heart is deceitful. That's the curse of original sin, the sin we inherited, the sinfulness that we have had since Adam and Eve fell into sin. And so we ask, what's in my heart? What's in your heart? Do you trust in God? Do you trust in mankind? Do you trust in yourself, in your own mind, in your own thinking? What is most important to you? Heavenly things or earthly things? Do you follow the ways of God? Or do you do the things your own way, no matter what? What really is your God? We must all confess that we have other gods. We don't always trust the Lord. We want things our way without caring about God or our neighbor. And so we need to repent and ask for forgiveness. And just as God forgave Judah when they repented and returned them to Jerusalem, so God forgives you and sends Jesus to pay for your sins and to lead you to the new Jerusalem that lasts forever. Jeremiah prays for God's help. It's the last part of our, our verse. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Our healing and our salvation must come from God himself. 
God prophesies through Jeremiah that the people would return and will once again seek the word of the Lord rather than the inventions and commandments of men. Jeremiah reminds the people to keep the Sabbath day, to hear the word of God and receive instruction. God will reestablish David's royal line. He will once again accept the offerings and sacrifices that he instructed them through Moses. He says, burnt offerings and sacrifices, grain offerings and incense, bringing sacrifices of praise to the house of the Lord, to the temple in Jerusalem. The prophet Isaiah also uses this image of writing. Here God says, can a woman forget her nursing child? Can you imagine a woman forgetting her nursing child? And yet God says, surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Just like Judah, our sin is written in our heart. But through baptism, God washes us clean and gives us a new heart, a heart of flesh and not of stone, as Ezekiel says. There he inscribes us as children of God. And as Jeremiah prayed for God to heal him, we pray that God will write the image of Jesus, our Savior, on our hearts. Jesus, crucified for us, who died for our sins, who reconciles us to God, who makes us alive again through his Holy Spirit. Jesus is our life, our hope's foundation, and our glory and salvation. This inscription, this imprinting on our heart, written by God himself, by his grace and mercy, is given to us through faith. So that Jeremiah's prophecy is also fulfilled in us. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen.